Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And happy Monday. Today, we've got an exciting episode because we have another deep dive and we're doing... Grady Hendrick's new release. How to Sell a Haunted House. So I think we are not alone in this being probably like one of the biggest releases this year. Grady Hendrix didn't have a release for 2022. So I know a lot of people were anticipating this one. And we are with that camp. Yes, we are on camp Grady Hendrix. And this release was a one of the big releases I've been anticipating for the year. The other one was actually just announced, I think, yesterday or the other day. Holly by Stephen King is being released September 5th, I think is what it was. And that is later this year. So that's another one that I was excited for. And uh, obviously, I need to read the Mercedes trilogy. But that's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about Grady Hendrix and How to Sell a Haunted House. This is my seventh Grady Hendrix book. And this is your second Yeah, so I have read, Zach has read all of his books so far, all of his fiction books so far, and I have read Horror Store, um, which is like the Ikea type one. I really want to read My Best Friend's Exorcism. That's actually on my like 23 and 23 list. You can check that out on Instagram. And while you're over on Instagram, don't forget to check out the podcast, the Books and Stuff podcast over on Instagram, as well as Zach's Instagram. All of that will be linked down below. His handle just actually changed to Zach's books. It used to be something way longer. Um, I unfortunately can't get Danielle's books because some inactive account inactive account has it. So womp womp for that. But also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen. Um, and then do we have any book updates before we just dive into this one? I've actually read kind of a lot of books this week, but you can go check those out on Instagram. Like I said, I just finished this book on Sunday, which is the day we're recording this, which if you listen to the podcast on Mondays when it drops, this is the day before. So I finished it just in time. Yes, just in time. I finished it Wednesday or Thursday. No, you finished it on release day, Tuesday. Oh, I did read it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Finished it Tuesday, started it Tuesday. It was a great experience. I enjoyed the book. I really didn't want to put it down. I did a whole reading vlog on it. Go check out Zach's books on YouTube. I will be, we'll have that link down below as well. Or Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Um, So I guess let's just jump right into this book so we can just, you know, get into it. So this one is a 400 page horror book, like we said, by Grady Hendrix. And right off the bat, or do you want, let's do a elevator pitch. Do you want me to do it or do you got it? Um, you start and then I'll uh, hop in at some point. All right. So the basic of the basis of this book is two siblings, Luis and Mark, who are very estranged. They do not talk to each other at all, but they are coming together because both of their parents have died 
And that is not a spoiler. Like we always do spoiler free in the beginning. Um, So these two siblings are coming together because their parents just died and you're kind of following their journey with grief and also dealing with this house, which I wouldn't call it necessarily a haunted house, but it's a creepy house. Um, And yeah, you're following their journey from like really hating each other to uh, making amends. I mean, I when I first read it, I know in my video I said I don't get the whole premise of like this being a haunted house. It's kind of more like which we'll get to later, like a possessional type thing. Um, but I guess if it wasn't for the house, maybe it wouldn't have even happened. So I don't know. I guess haunted house is a bit of a stretch, but I, I don't know what other title you could use for this book. But uh, yeah, so basically two siblings arguing, fighting brother and sister. Um, they didn't always get along growing up and they had a lot of issues and a lot of them were not resolved when, you know, they became adults too. And so you're kind of following them and have to come together. Like I said, so their parents are Nancy and Eric, and we find out pretty much right away that Nancy has quite the collection of dolls, puppets, uh, just anything like that she's got the collection of it and it's very creepy and they are like her prized possession like these these puppets are on display in the house and they're kind of everywhere and so yeah they're they're all over the place it's it's rather creepy and i said that in my video too and if you've read goosebumps this is like a rated r version of night of the living dummy so yeah so their parents get into a car accident like right away in the first chapter or the second chapter like very early on in the book you know they got into a car accident and they don't make it out and then again right away at the beginning of the book you kind of start off really not liking mark because he is not giving louise the time of day a and b he's just he's the younger brother and he's like uh he seems to have like anger management it's kind of what it is but you know, you could chalk that up to great, like his parents just died. So it is what it is. But you kind of don't like him for a large part of the book. Yeah. For the first, I, I don't know, I want to say maybe first half of the book, maybe, maybe even three quarters. Um, I'd say probably about the halfway point is when you kind of start kind of enjoying him a little bit. Um, there's a lot of fighting. The problem- It took him... It took him 41 hours before he even told Luis that um, the parents died. Well, the other problem that he had, too, is he already made plans for them. Like, they're getting cremated here. We're going to scatter the ashes on a beach. And it's like, I wasn't even here. He didn't wait for me to get here. And he was like, well, I didn't know if you were going to actually show up. So, And he planned the funeral. And it was this, like, puppeteer, like circus funeral like crazy um and uh, they're like fighting on the yard with like the paperwork she she takes it from him and goes and sees i think it's their their cousin brody um so the will that the parents left is also um kind of like an underlying element to the story as it always is basically help me break this down so if the if the dad if their dad died last second 
Yeah. Then Louise would get, get all everything. Yeah. It, so yeah. So the dad's will is read first when they get to this place where their cousin is reading them the will, and in the dad's will it says. If I am to die last, then Luis is left with everything, like the house, all the money, the puppet, like everything. However, if, um, what was her name? Louise. No, the mom. Oh, Nancy. Nancy. If Nancy is to die after me, then everything will be made into like what her will says. So his will is basically like, if she dies after me, then my will is basically like null and void. You got to follow her will. Nothing I say matters, which ends up being the case. And literally, Luis is like told, like, your dad actually died second or first. Your mom actually died a few minutes after he did. So technically, the will is your mom's will that we have to follow. And that means Mark gets everything. And Luis, the whole time is like, I'm splitting it 50 50 right down the middle and this and that. And in her head, she's like, all right, I think he's probably gonna do the same thing. He gets up and basically just starts fist pumping the air like, yeah, I get everything. All of it's mine. And like, yeah, F you, Luis. And she's and like Brody's like, I mean, your sister's like right there. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's like, um, OK, well, this is super awkward. And so and Luis leaves. She well, like. But Brody has a note. The mom left a note written that was like, hopefully you. Like, don't have to see this, but I'm sorry that things panned out this way. I did this this way, aka Mark getting everything, because you have more than Mark does. He's always, like, falling short. He doesn't have a family. He doesn't have kids. He doesn't have a wife. He has less than you, and so you're better off than him right off the bat. So this is why I did it, but and I'm least- sh- And I'm sure that he will be happy to split anything for you. Which she was wrong. He did not want to. Well, and so Luis does get something. She gets mom's art collection, which yeah. includes um, like the, literally artwork, the, but it also the includes puppets, yeah. the dolls, everything. And she so. basically uses that to as like leverage to Mark to try and like guilt him into giving her more or to make it, the whole process longer because there's a ton of puppets. And so she's like, well, if I you know, like draw this process out. I maybe he'll like just get sick and tired and say, fine, I'll help you. And you can have some of the money. So she really uses that. But these puppets and taxidermy squirrels and all of that are like nasty. Oh, yeah, no, they're uh, very. Yeah, they're very creepy. And Meanwhile, this is all going on while they're in the house and in like, the yeah, there's noises going on in the attic. There's like a weird vent cover that's like thrown off and so are like thrown off the wall. There's like weird noises of like this, like something in the attic following them around. It's said to be like an animal or something. And yeah, a lot of weird stuff starts going on and like eventually it leads to like I mean, we're going to jump ahead a little bit and like it kind of leads to like neither of them really want anything to do with the house at this point. I real, I do want to say real quick, though, um, Louise has a ex-husband, Ian, and a daughter named Poppy. And Ian is taking care of Poppy out in San Francisco while all of this is happening in Chicago. 
I'm pretty sure. And so like Ian is getting really like fed up with her taking all this time. Like on one hand he gets it, but also she keeps like making empty promises to Poppy. Like I'm going to be home soon or like I'm coming home tomorrow when it's like not actually the case. And so he's getting fed up and Poppy is like obviously wanting her to come home. We're not going to touch on every single detail in this deep dive only because a lot of it surrounds the same thing. And that is one particular puppet that Nancy had. It was like the one, the, you know, the, the star of the show essentially. And that is Pupkin, which I honestly, in my video, I kept mispronouncing his name because the narrator was saying it really fast. So I thought his name was pumpkin. So that is definitely not the case. It's pumpkin. So this little doll is, I think it's a clown doll. Is a terror. And literally like when Luis was younger, it like literally would tell him, like tell her to like do things. It bit her finger one time just to show like, yeah, I'm like being serious. Like, and this was like, so Mark had been born. He was a little kid and like Luis didn't like him too much. And it eventually grew to Pupkin didn't like him either. So what does she get told one Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or something like that at one of her cousin's houses? Send him out on the lake and let him drown. So I will say probably spoilers from here. Yeah. Maybe. So basically Pupkin is very territorial. And this whole time Mark thought that Louise literally tried to kill him which is one of the reasons why Mark doesn't like her. And that was when he was a younger kid. He was But two. it was Pupkin who was trying to get her to get him to kill, get her to kill him, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is a very common theme. Like Pupkin wants to use other people to hurt other people. It's like a, literally it's a metaphor for puppets because we use them to do things. And basically Pupkin was like doing the old good old reversal, like was telling the humans to do things. Mark literally ends up losing an arm. Yeah, they get up. So, okay, that was a big jump. So <laughs> basically they get a realtor friend. Her name is Mercy. They're like, yeah, the house is haunted. I'm not trying to sell a place like this. It's going to ruin my reputation. And she was like a family member or something like that. So they're like, all right, cool, whatever. Thanks for the help. And then they pretty much end up doing a big old fashioned like, all right, we got to figure out what's going on in the house. They basically like share pumpkin stories. There's this one. Okay, so there's two narrators in the book. One is a female who's like 98% of the book. And then this guy shows up on chapter like, I don't know, near the end to narrate for uh, Mark comes out absolutely nowhere and i completely like freaked out when i was reading it because i was like all right why is there a man talking all of a sudden well so basically um i want to say that this book is told there are chapters in this book but it's also told in parts and the different parts are the five stages of grief so each part you're getting story you're getting told the story kind of from the, like that lens so you have what are they anger deny or denial anger bargaining acceptance and then i'm missing one anger denial bargaining hang on they're definitively in the book is like black pages depression depression okay that's the other one um acceptance yeah 
So basically, like Luis and Mark are going back and forth about selling the house throughout the entire book. And Pupkin is like the ultimate terror to them throughout this entire book. Well, Mark wants to sell it immediately. He's like, I'm done with this place. I want to sell it. And I then want he the money. And then he gets there and he's like, you know, now I don't really feel so sure. This is mom and dad's house. And he's like trying to show emotion. And it's just like, sit down and shut up, Mark. Yeah. So basically where do you want to go next um let's see so from there again they get told it's a haunted house and so what they need to do is i think one of them discovers pupkin at some point um i think um uh louise gets like attacked or brings up pupkin or something like that um and then they realize because the attic door this whole time has been like bolted shut and so they pop it loose and lo and behold, the thing that's up in the attic that's been following around, walking around stuff like that is pupkin and pupkin grew a strong attachment to Nancy. That was her name, wasn't it? Yeah. To their mother. And we come to find out what, like why she had some, she had some family issues herself when she had like gotten pump pupkin and stuff like that. She had a, I think it was a brother named Freddie. Mm-hmm. He like, what the, everyone is told that like he stepped on a nail and he died of like, uh, the rust, like the rust or that something like that. That was the story they told everyone, but it's not necessarily like, well, the yeah, truth. it ends up not and being. And that happened truth. when he was five. Uh, six. Or was it five? Five. Yeah, five. Five. Um, wait. Oh. And so basically from there, it's, you know, Pupkin's kind of being really weird and like really attached to Nancy and Pupkin doesn't like the father and he gets like really sick one day or something like that. Or basically they get in a car accident and the mom had told Mark that like he had an accident or he had an attack and you come to find out that Pupkin actually attacked the, the father in the house and like, while they were driving to the hospital, that's when they got in a car accident and like pumpkin doesn't believe that like Nancy's dead, like is refusing to believe that Nancy's gone. Cause she wants Nancy. That's like the big thing. Pumpkin just like wants Nancy. And so she's terrorized. He's terrorizing Luis and, um, Mark, Mark and Luis also try and like kill pumpkin for good. Three times total, but two before, like, the main one happens. Like, they try and just, like, oh, yeah, put him now and throw him in the garbage. They he, try and, like, shred him or something. I, I like. remember I remember what happened. Um, You saying that just jolted my memory. Okay. So, they, like, Mark and her come to an agreement to where, like, she shouldn't spend the night in the house, but she's going to. She goes to the house, she tries to sleep, and she's attacked by Pupkin. Mark shoots it a bunch of times and they think that they killed it. And then that's when Mark reveals like his story about pumpkin. They go back. Pupkin's not where he was. That's when they go to the attic and Mark goes into like this weird daze, like pumpkins, like talking to him, telling him stuff. And then the giant doggo spider attacks. Uh, what was his name? Spike. No Spider. Oh yeah, it was literally just called Spider. Um, 
basically attacks uh, Luis, and like later on, we find out that like Mark basically was like, I like had to do it, otherwise Pupkin was gonna like kill you, or I was gonna have to kill you, or something like that. Um, so the fight goes downstairs from the attic, and Mark walks down there with Pupkin on his arm, and Luis is freaking out. They start kind of fighting each other. I actually thought Luis was... I mean, we're already in the spoiler territory here. I had a slight thought that Luis actually was going to die because Mark bashed her in the head with a hammer like three times. So, like, it got pretty brutal. And I thought she actually was, like, dead. Um, Well, yeah, like I said, Mark literally lost an arm because of this puppet. Well, yeah, exactly. So you fast forward a little bit later during this ordeal, and Luis literally cuts off his arm with a with a table saw or with like a hand saw or something like that mm-hmm. so they go to the hospital and they have some explaining to do pupkin at this point is thrown to a garbage can and they put something on top of it to try and keep him in no that's when she gets to the hospital talks to mark and he's like burn it but yeah put you gotta, it on the grill you gotta finish it and so go she goes burns it and you know they think it's done again. they think it's done so she finally goes to Poppy and Ian and like surprise, surprise uh, I think it was whose mom sent it. No, it wasn't. It was Ian's mom. They did like arts and crafts and they made they a, made a they made a pumpkin. Yeah. And like that pumpkin that pumpkin like was attaches. Pupkin. Yes. And it attaches to Poppy and, and does not let go. This ordeal with like pupkin and um poppy poppy is just like depressing like it's literally just like non-stop he bites her oh he bites her he makes her cut like almost slice her wrist she sets like the apart like the house like is it apartment they live in or house i don't know but basically they're trying to figure out the origin of pupkin and what's going on because we could talk all day about all the things that pupkin really did but now Luis is like, okay, it's on my daughter, so th- we are ending this. And I anytime need... I've tried getting it, like it's like going to kill Poppy. So I need to figure out like what's going on with this doll. So she calls Mark. Can you imagine that phone call? Like you think you've killed this thing twice, and you get a phone call from your sister. Yeah. So this damn puppet is literally on my daughter's arm now. So like, what do we need to do? And he's like, um. Okay. Tell family. He's like, well, give me a minute and I, I'll call you back. He calls back. He's like, so we got to go talk to this lady. Like, no, their aunt. Well, yeah, the aunt. Yeah, we got to go talk to this to our aunt because she's like some spiritualist or something like that. And she can help out. Meanwhile, grandma, their grandma landed in the hospital who the, their grandma, they call Aunt Honey. Yeah. It's not their aunt. It's their grandma. And it turns out that grandma is the one who knows most about the puppet because they basically wanted to figure out like how when did this puppet come into like nancy's life like how did that come about and just long story short getting right to the point this puppet is literally the ghost of uncle uncle freddie yes they so freddie died at a young age pupkin i think was the cause of that death and they, like nancy did it like kind of like what happened with yeah nancy killed him it wasn't yeah. on purpose but yeah it was like pupkin like said something or, no 
I don't remember. But anyway, Freddie died at a young age to like cover it up. They buried him by a tree in the backyard of Nancy's house or like the mom and dad's house, whatever. And basically you find out that they find out that they need to find, they need to go find where Freddie is buried so that they can basically bring pumpkin home. Also, we mentioned Freddie's age earlier and that's significant because Poppy right now is the same exact age. So like they're both like five years old. Yeah. And so pumpkin is basically a five-year-old boy trapped in a puppet and like, Nancy was like the one who took care of him afterwards and like Nancy knew that it was Freddy basically. So Nancy and Mark are basically like Luis and Mark. Or yeah, Luis and Mark are basically like in an all out fight with this puppet in the backyard trying to get this damn puppet like to go home essentially. Well yeah, they like start the fight in the house and like all the puppets come to life. Like yeah. all of them just start attacking them. Like it's honestly a depressing thing to like look at. And, like, they all are just getting attacked. It's, like, horrendous. It's horrendous to watch. And then, like, a cool thing that I really liked at the end was Mark is, like, basically on, like, his last legs. He's already lost an arm. He got the shit beat out of him by the puppets. Mm -hmm. And he's basically, like, leaning up against a tree. And, like, he whistles. And, like, the dog just comes out of nowhere and just starts attacking the, uh, the puppet monster. And it's just like really cool. It's it's just a really awesome way to like kind of almost end the book. They end up defeating the puppet monster, and Luis like explains to Pupkin like we know who you are. It's time to go. Like it's time to move on. Like you gotta go. And eventually, Pupkin does. They have to bury up like the coffin or t- they put him in like a bot like a box like a metal box or something like that mm-hmm. and so that's i think pupkin goes oh no like a apparition of like a little boy like appears and like takes pupkin and they like leave or something like that yeah so basically all of that happens and then finally the house has been cleansed and they can start either fixing it up or blah 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 eventually we find out now obviously everything is back to normal Mark has decided to renovate the house and he surprises Luis with it. At this point, we like Mark. We, yeah, we really like like Mark. Mark is a really good guy all of a sudden. Like he completely like changed everything about his life because of what just happened. And so obviously the house is in his name. He decides to renovate the house really, really nicely done and everything. And he tells Luis that he has... A potential buyer and he really like upped the value of the house with all of the renovating he did and he told louise that he wants her like to basically okay selling the house and then like a huge chunk of money is going to be put towards like poppy's savings or whatever like a yeah for, for college and the rest of her life basically. which was a really nice way to end it and um there's a nice classical end when they're all um I don't want to say it's like classical, but it just felt like heartwarming. They basically go inside the house and like they're sitting in the kitchen and Louise starts smelling something. She's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, something's burning. And Mark's like, no, it's dad. He's cooking his like famous dish. I don't remember what the dish is. Yeah. I think it was like cookies or muffins or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, 
no, that's that's dad. He's he's cooking, you know, what we used to enjoy here is like, you know, it's like Sultan, sullen. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, yeah, we're good now. We're safe. Like we can sell the house. It's purified. Mom and dad are happy. Like, let's sell it. And that's kind of where you end. You also get to see the uh, funeral, uh, whatchamacallit, like brochure, pamphlet, service flyer thing at the end of the book, which I thought was really cool. So. Which you read that. I didn't actually look at that. Our ratings. I gave this five stars. I like this better than Horror Store. I liked Horror Store, um, but this is my favorite Grady Hendrix. I've only read two. I gave this five stars. I really liked it. Normally an over 400 page book. I'm really critical about it feeling like too slow or something. I didn't really get that with this book. I was intrigued the entire way and I didn't feel the 400 pages. I also listened to this on audio while following along in the physical book. So I did both. I gave it five stars as well. This again is my seventh Grady Hendrix book and it is by far my favorite Grady Hendrix book. Um, Five stars. My best friend's exorcism. The main, the main narrator for this book is really good. Yeah, the woman is really good. The yeah. guy was just kind of like out of nowhere, in my opinion. So whatever. Um, but yeah, it's my favorite. Greedy Hendrix. Uh, best friend's exorcism dropped down a space, which I never really saw happening. But and yet again, you have another book that you read in January that might make it all the way to the end of the year. Well, yeah, I know this book, Swan Song. Uh, the island all five stars all really good books so nice. um yeah uh there let you us, have yeah. how to sell a haunted house deep dive with danielle and zach let us know what you thought of the book over on instagram like i said that's the books and stuff podcast over on instagram check out our individual bookstagrams uh in the show notes as well as our youtube channels and don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen we're on all platforms and We hope you have a great week, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.